You should try it out. It's fun. No, <laughs> it's not friendly. For it's not a fr- I already have enough problems with Twitter. I can't. I can't get into the 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 the, the internet like depths. I have to stay. Has to stay like. T- t- Twitter, Twitter is distilled hatred, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raised the roof, now we're lowering the floor. The band is blistering, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Whiskey Topic. I'm Mark Bylock. And I'm Jamie Johnson. And today's topic is going to be the dark corners of the internet. <laughs> The very, very dark corners of the internet. Um, we uh, we have, our, for the second time in, in our 90-so episodes, this is like, I don't know when this is going to get posted. Yeah. 99, 101, we don't know. We don't know. Um, but uh, we, we've had to like disguise a guest. Uh, the first one was because of criminal criminal activities. Um, this one is not, this one has not broken, we, we don't, as far as we know, this guest has not broken any laws. We don't know, we don't know though. Well, we, we don't know. No we, idea, didn't, we didn't do a background check. Um, it's all good. Uh, he came in here with a disguise, with facial hair. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing glasses. Uh, um, so, but not a lot of facial hair, just the chin. We have very interesting facial, very interesting disguise. Uh, very. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try. I grew it myself. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the, um, uh, the Reddit community on the internet, mm-hmm. which is a giant, I mean, talk Huge. about the influencers in what people drink for whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's huge. And so huge, I don't even know much about it, which is why I'm doing some market research right now with this podcast. That's right. As, as are you, Jane, right? <laughs> yeah. This is great. Like, how, do we, how do we influence Redditors to <laughs> listen right. to the podcast and read our reviews and market drink Balvenie? Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this is what we're doing today. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we're very, very happy to have uh, a Redditor that's gone over, has over a thousand reviews on, yes. on Reddit, over a thousand whiskey reviews, uh, averaging about 4.1 a week. Um, since uh, he really picked up on reviews, he's done is about 0.75 a day, like just an amazing yep. amount of written reviews, all scored, tasting notes, the full full kazam. Um, his name on Reddit, um, uh, you can usually find him on reddit.com slash r slash whiskey slash scotch slash other things, bourbon. He hates bourbon, by the way, Jamie. Uh-oh. I yes, know. yes, completely. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask slash r bourbon, they'll agree. <laughs> see? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, but so happy to uh, see T.O. Madeira, Tom Madeira. Tom. His name is Tom. Tom Madera. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, T.O. Madera. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome. Thanks um, for being here. Mark only stressed out a little bit about what to call you. <laughs> just just a tiny just bit. Just a little bit. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're glad to have you on, Tom. Um, what? So... First of all, tell us a little bit about Reddit. So what are we missing? Because Jamie yeah. and I are not on Reddit. Okay. What are we missing out by not being on Reddit? Because I think a, a lot of us come at, I've, I've got friends that are on mm-hmm. love Reddit. I, we come at it very kind of um, intimidated by the process because we kind of go in and we're not really sure what to do. We go to Slash Whiskey and we're like, okay, there's articles, but I don't get this. Yeah. And it seems it just doesn't seem the way I consume stuff. So tell us what we're missing out on and, and yeah. How should we address this? Sure. I mean, there's two ways to kind of look at Reddit, and there's the 10,000-foot ceiling way to look at it, and then there's the standard, you know, once you dive in and find what you really want way. And and the first way is you go onto it, and it's a bunch of funny pictures, it's a bunch of funny GIFs, there's a lot of porn, and it's just a great time all, all in all. And there's interesting... Uh, aspects of different political sides and different people, and it ends up being just everybody yelling and everybody upvoting and different things rising to the top mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And you can have your toxic elements and you can have your beautiful elements. If you're ever having a bad day, uplifting news or wholesome 
uh, are two of my favorites, mm-hmm. and they, they're just like the beauty of life. But then on the flip side, you know, the U.S. election just happened, and we're not going to get into that. So <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, that's the 10,000-foot one. And when, when you first come to Reddit, that's what it's going to be. But for me, when I first came to Reddit, that was it. And then I started logging in, and I started taking off some of the default subreddits. I started adding my own, and I started finding the whiskey part of Reddit, or whiskey it. Mm-hmm. Or whisk it. Yeah, yeah. Let's say whisk, whisk it. Whisk it. it. Yeah, yeah, whisk it. That's yeah, so good. yeah. No, no. Say what everyone today. Yeah, yeah, really, really. It's like, like, it's not like the owner of Reddit's going to be like, did he just did call he it just, whisk it? Exactly. Get me yeah. the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> we own the it's. We own all it's. All right. None, nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, it, it's made up of slash our scotch, slash our world whiskey, like you said, slash our bourbon, who hate me, uh, slash our whiskey, one of them. I, I think it's the one without the E, but, you know, you can go to either. They're both conversation places. Mm-hmm. And then slash our whiskey porn, which is nothing but images of bottles and different things like that uh, in various ways. Uh don't go some months. Some months whiskey porn is a disturbing place. Nonetheless, the other three. <laughs> Jamie's like, uh? <laughs> what capacity? Crotch month, where, where you show your new bottle off by putting it in front of your crotch. Oh. What, what really? month specifically yes. is that? Could we just, just so I can just make sure to avoid the, it? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that, it's like, it's like that, is it July because it's warm out or something? They, <laughs> they don't have a specific month. And oh, I just, remember the month where I didn't go there. And I just went, okay, guys. Right. Yeah, no. Gonna opt out of this. Yeah, month. I'm just uh, right <laughs> off my front page. There we go. I'm glad you all bought stuff. Capitalism is wow. Hooray! I'm gonna just write my reviews. <laughs> no, nonetheless, uh, Scotch bourbon and world whiskey are where people post first an image of the of the particular whiskey and then usually a review of it. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to get in the door, and it's a great way for a lot of beginners because otherwise you're starting a website, mm-hmm. you're going through those different things, you're doing Twitter, mm-hmm. and you you don't know if anybody's reading any of your stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Whiskey Base, and I use Whiskey Base quite a bit. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it kind of seems like you're just feeding coins into something, and you're hoping somebody will read it or you're hoping something will happen with it. Okay. At least with Reddit, if you get the upvotes and, and you get – onto people's front page you know they're writing to you they can reply to you in comment form and it's it's somewhat moderated so anything too negative or too horrible mm-hmm. just doesn't get out there so even though it's 50,000 people strong it's actually a really really positive place right wow 50,000 people wow, that's quite amazing. an audience yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well between all three subreddits yeah. so there, there might be overlap there's probably yeah. overlap there's yeah. overlap there's um, <laughs> oh sure and something like you said yeah. what how it works is people just up for you you press the up arrow and that means yeah. it's going to go higher and then so things kind of eventually it become old news and they just naturally flow yeah. down yeah things eventually flow down and whatnot and you have some people who post like six things in a day and they're like the hardcore reviewers i try and post one per day and then i also post onto my website so we should be posting a podcast on reddit is that what you're telling me or is there a thing against that i I don't know if you're allowed to do self-promotion you can get someone else to post interesting i mean hypothetically there might be a toronto whiskey society who might have some users who might want to share something that's tom madeira might be part of (laughs) may or may not be no no. i've I've admitted to them i am and i post onto their website every so often too so (laughs) that's so interesting so you're you can't it's not for self-promotion but when you do reviews because you're doing you do a photo and then you do within the reddit uh comment section yeah that's okay because you're you're within that yeah. Ecosystem, yeah. But if you were to post to your blog website and have a review, that would that's be against the rules. Gotcha. They don't want okay. people going off of it. They want people 
upvoting it because it, it ends up being a sustained thing. So you go yeah. down through the list and, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, every, every, you open in various tabs and you hit the middle button and you have fun doing that and whatnot. Yeah. Or the middle mouse button. I'm I, so technical. No, fair. <laughs> I, there's a middle mouse button, Jamie. I don't even know. I know. <laughs> oh, if you hit the, if you hit like the scroll bar as yeah. a click. It yeah. was a scroll bar? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so on a mouse, there's three buttons and okay. then there's usually the one in the middle that lets you scroll up and down. I think we're Mac users. There's I like one a, button. I have oh, a okay. All right. I have no button. I'm just just a big square. Here's what you do. You go out, you pay 20 bucks, you get yourself a really nice three-button mouse and that middle button. If you click on the link with the middle button, it'll open in a new tab in browsers. But, and, and we'll be Done. right back to technical tips Got for it. people in just a second. Got it. All right. This is, this is exactly how I thought this conversation would go about Reddit. Yeah, by the right. way. yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like, Eventually yeah. squirreling off in another direction. And yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. That's, I think that's how it works. It's like, don't you get, like, it feels to me like one of those places where you go, like, you know what, you get into like a like a rabbit hole. You go down the rabbit hole. It's like when you go YouTube videos, oh. you watch one, and then like three hours later, you're like, how am I watching this like documentary on the Albertosaurus? Like, I just <laughs> want to look at this music video. And like four hours later, you're like, where am I in the internet? Why are there 64 tabs open? Like, what's going, what's going on? Where's the music coming do? from? <laughs> I learned like about the weirdest those... thing when it happens, right? It's, yeah. yeah it feels like, like it's, Reddit could be one of those, like, go down the wormhole, and then you're like, what did I just see? Like, what? The, there's yeah. days where I'm all of a sudden at page 23, because yeah. there's there's an add-on for Reddit called Reddit Enhancement Suite. Oh, if we're you not, ever we're definitely Re- not ready with that. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. next level. Oh, yeah. Well, it just means every single time you scroll down instead of having to click next page it just goes oh here's the next page so i end up on page 32 going yeah what have i done with the last hour of my life yeah (laughs) got it okay these are all hot tips for redditors wow oh my gosh so how did you get into whiskey in the first place what's your what's your origin story if you will so a a little bit weird i grew up in a household where uh my father's an engineer but doesn't like beer Mm -hmm. okay uh, loves rum, mm-hmm. so he has it with rum and cokes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't usually the biggest rum fan. My father and mother both like wine, but at the same time, like they'd always buy like two buck chuck cheap stuff. And right. I, of course, I didn't like it until I finally tried ice wine at twelve. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> and who remembers that night? <laughs> and by twelve, he means nineteen. The legal drinking mm-hmm. age. Yes, yes, the legal drinking age. That's yes. Uh, nonetheless. Uh, Go to university, start figuring out what you like, start drinking rum and cokes, find out the caffeine's too much, start going, okay, well, maybe maybe just some whiskey, maybe maybe whiskey and orange juice. Finally hit 25, and I start having a hangover an hour after I start drinking, oh. which, as anybody who's been to university knows, the perfect amount of time of partying. Right. Responsibly. Responsibly. <laughs> yes. This is yes. a keyword. Yes. So I'd be that, like, one horrible guy at the party dragging it all down where I'd be like, I have a huge headache and the room's spinning and I hated every second of it. And I started trying to figure out what's going on and it was the mix. Yeah. It was was having two drinks in an hour and the amount of sugar even in orange juice. Mm -hmm. So I started saying, well, I'm just mixing my whiskey with something. Mm -hmm. Well, just drink the whiskey straight. Mm-hmm. So I started with Crown Royal Special Reserve, and I started making myself Manhattans. Mm-hmm. Still love Manhattans. Oh, Manhattans mm-hmm. made with yeah. like a nice Irish whiskey. Just, yeah, good night. With extra cherries. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, cherries, yes. yeah. And so I, I did that for the longest time. And one night, my friends and I were out at a local bar here in Toronto, and 
they we were trying different Irish whiskeys, and they said we we're really sorry we don't have the one you just ordered, but we just got in this new one. We'll give it to you for the same price. And I said sure, and they poured me Jura Superstition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of all the whiskeys, <laughs> as an entry one. <laughs> I have an entry scotch, and it's like it's it's so weird for that to be the one to be the the one to kind of push it up. And all of a sudden, I was like, "This is peated. This is interesting. This is different than the other whiskeys. This isn't just caramel and apples and pears. This is this is peat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is smoky. Let's go up for barbecue. No, 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 no. Let's have more of this. No, let's go for. Mm, I was fifty fifty. <laughs> Nonetheless, so. We visited friends of ours who happened to be in England. I brought back a lot of scotch. Mm-hmm. And then by fluke chance, I, I started getting into Reddit. And one day I thought, well, I like whiskey. Mm-hmm. I got onto scotch. And somebody mm-hmm. said, I just turned 30. And this is totally not on mm-hmm. your behalf, Jamie. Uh-oh. I bought a bottle of Balvenie 30 Ooh. for my 30th birthday. Back when it was $400? <laughs> He may or may not have been in the U.S. Uh-huh. Uh, I was going to say, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What's the retail price on that today, Jamie? 1700 I think. $1,700-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, a, it's up there. Yeah. I, I'd like to thank the community. Comment with a number below. Mm-hmm. I'll do a random number generator. Nice. Four people get... Uh, because he was giving one to the moderator who ran the whole thing. Mm-hmm. One went to him. I happened to be one of the lucky four. Okay. And I'm sitting there thinking, I've never done a review in my life. This guy's sending me a 30-year-old Balvenie mm-hmm. sample. Like, this mm-hmm. this would cost me so much money. Mm-hmm. At the time, I think $400 for the whole mm-hmm. bottle. So, I don't know, like 40 bucks for a sample. If I was lucky. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, okay, well, if I do it as my 10th. Mm-hmm. Because somehow 10 was good. Yeah. Yeah. So... I started going around the house and I just come back from Scotland and I was like, okay, well, uh, I've, I've got this, I've got this Indian one my wife picked up. So I, I had desert queen. So I reviewed it as my first whiskey. And then this other one, then I went out and bought Springbank 10 and I finally, I, I tried Ardbeg, Ardbeg Eugendale. Yes. Or probably more close to how I first said it and, <laughs> and it goes through and I finally get to 10 and I did the Balvany 30 year and I loved it. I, I still love it to this day. Oh, it's, awesome. it's one. Well, I'm, I'm the grandson of a beekeeper and Balvany has that honey, honey. profile. So mm. my bias is set <laughs> and locked forever. Except for the Caribbean cast. And <laughs> nonetheless, I, I kind of hit that point and then I went, I really enjoy this. And I kept going mm-hmm. and i kept going and then there was there was kind of a scary moment where there was questions whether or not reddit was going to go down so i started my website and i started backdating all my stuff mm-hmm. and so now i have the website and i have it and i'm part of the toronto whiskey society and it's it's all kind of snowballed and everything and I've, cool. i i just kept going and i i love reviewing and weirdly enough i usually never drink mm-hmm. just to drink whiskey yeah. i usually drink to review interesting mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's your and that's probably the best way because you want to get your kind of palates yeah. So do you bring your your notepad out to the bar with you? I have brought my notepad yeah. out to the bar. Yep. Uh, there was one gentleman in Dublin who found that hilarious. <laughs> if he wasn't currently running a whiskey tour, he probably would have laughed and pointed more. <laughs> <laughs> Love the people of Dublin. Love it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've written them up on my phone. There are yeah. only two whiskeys that I've ever sat down ordered and drank uh-huh. and not reviewed oh. and wh- i know it's two what the first one was i couldn't tell you right mm-hmm. it's been lost to time and the second one was octomore 10 ah. interesting okay. yeah. yeah yeah there you go 
It's amazing. And and so you so that's one of your official notebooks for all your reviews. This is one of my official notebooks. It holds how many notebooks? I, I love you that it's have. not even it's not even fancy. It's just it's just oh, a notebook. It's, no, no, they're never fancy. They're they're totally amazing. not stolen from work. They're, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're they're three hundred pages, and I double page them because, like you know, if I I should be at least trying to help the the environment, know, environment and whatnot. Uh, I have one full 300, one like this, mm-hmm. that has four per page. Mm-hmm. I have three 200 ones that might be one or two per page. Mm-hmm. And I think I have one eighty one. Yeah. That's just filled to the brim. Yeah. The Mark is freaking out because he's like, pen and paper, what? <laughs> I know. I'm, he doesn't even I, know. He's like, what's that thing you just put on the uh, on well, the table here? Well, what is, is that rings? gadget? <laughs> what's, what are the rings? Does it like, generate power? Is it like self-power? Yeah. I, uh, I, like years ago, I bought like one of those fancy notebooks. I think like for $20, you buy oh, yeah, kind of yeah. like, I never used it. I'm like, I'm like, this is terrible. Why, do any, why does anybody use this? Mechan- I just, I just can't. I know. I can't, you're I all about deal. the phone. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I just can't do the phone at the same I'm time. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm absolutely yeah, with does. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about writing writing it down, pen and paper. Like, I, yeah, like, I think I once asked Mark for a pen. I was like, Mark, do you have a pen? And he's like, a what? It's <laughs> like, I don't know. Go look. And I was like, I, like, found one Yeah, because you're in my condo. Like, you're like, do you yeah, have a pen yeah. in the condo? And yeah, I'm like, like, at I your home, no. like, a pen. No, no, that, that like, sounds what? dangerous. No. <laughs> Like all right, I'll go find. And I did find one. Jamie also found tape in my home. Which I did. Is amazing. I found I was like, tape. How does Jamie find? Like literally, Jamie's like, "Do you have tape?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> Jamie comes back with like, I found tape. It. <laughs> I just found it. Um, Amazing. <laughs> you, you've done a great job of bringing us some uh, wonderful whiskeys. Uh, yes, let's, thank let's you start so with much. number and one. Cookies. Let's not and, forget. And guess I forget the chocolate cookies. chip. The best ones are slightly like oh, melty. They're and melty chewy. and chewy and soft, and they're uh, perfect, and they're all for me. One thing I'm going to note, and this is this is something I'm trying out for a while. So I bought the the Glen Glassa peated right the the spirit that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. It was it was in the LCBO for a while. It was two hundred mm. milliliters. They brought it out. It's like three months in oak, and then they pulled it because Glen Glassa like closed down thirty years ago, and then like oh. came back out, and they're revitalizing and everything. Free the plug LCBO for Glen Glassa. <laughs> <laughs> the LCBO had it for a while. Uh-huh. It's it's no longer there. But what happened was I put it. In a, in a container with some French oak for about a year. Yeah. What I didn't understand was I was supposed to completely seal that container. Mm-hmm. So it went below 40% and it mm-hmm. lost yeah. a lot of its flavor, uh-huh. but it still had the peatiness to that. So I took a vanilla bean and I split it down the middle and I've stuck that in and that's been sta- sitting in there. Nice. Wow. These have a little bit of peated whiskey in them. So Fantastic. not not enough probably that like I'm still testing out how much to add and everything, but yeah. you are guinea pigs. Today. Oh, great. I'm thinking so we, when we your hair eventually turns then. green, you know, yes. that's when I know if it works or not. Yes. Yeah. We should have more. And everybody listening to this right now, yes, they are quite gooey. There's extra chocolate in them. There's, There's so dark much. chocolate I'm and so semi-sweet happy. chocolate. Podcast is not just about whiskey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> whiskey and chocolate chip cookies. It's a great combo. It is. So as we chew on these, tell us tell you about the different Tell us a little one. bit about what you brought today. Okay. So the first one I brought is uh, semi-famous on Reddit partially due to me. I, I don't know. I always call myself a class of Zed celebrity. I don't even want to push up how much impact I had, but it's Heaven Hill 11 year from Cadenhead. So the story behind it was they bought a Kentucky bourbon from Heaven Hill five years after it was aged. And it was aged in Kentucky and it was aged at least three years. So it counts as Kentucky bourbon. Mm-hmm. They brought the whole thing over to Campbellton and then aged it for another 11, uh, no, six, 
six years. Math is going so well for That's me right. at this point. That's all right. <laughs> so nonetheless, you do all that measurements for the baking. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So nonetheless, uh, the the reason I ended up with this is my father is a huge, huge bourbon fan. So the second time we went to Edinburgh. We, we walked into Caden Heads because we had missed it the first time, and after the initial shock, and they woke me up with some smelling salts and everything, <laughs> and I was good, I, I, I awoke and said, well, I heard you had a 16-year-old bourbon. And the gentleman, and walking into Caden Heads, any Caden Heads anywhere is mm-hmm. an experience. Sure, in and that, so uh, what is Caden Heads? Let's, uh... Yeah, we'll, we'll start with that. Caden Heads is an independent distiller. They are owned by Springbank. I always get wrong who owns who, but it's, they're the, part, the same company as Springbank. Mm-hmm. They do buy barrels and different ones from other companies, bottle them themselves, and then release them how they want. Right. Uh, they ha- they're quite famous for their living casts, which are in their the variety of places, which are usually a mix of different single malts. Mm-hmm. If you buy the Campbellton, it's usually like a hundred percent Springbank, so it's an easy way to get Springbank. All right. This was one of them, which they had. You just filled it up right there from the barrel. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. How, I know. how reasonable that is that? Just, yeah, yeah, just just immensely I would like reasonable and milliliters of this, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I believe it was thirty nine. Uh, 39 quid for 750. And at the time, I believe it was a 1.6 conversion rate. So doing that in my head really quick, that comes out to roughly $70? Yeah. About 75 after VAT and everything. But you get that back if you keep all your your, uh, things and whatnot. Nonetheless... This, so so it's uh, unique that it's a bourbon that was given time to age and then aged within a Scottish region, mm-hmm. a famous Scottish region now because it went from the most peaty place, the place that had all the distilleries, mm-hmm. to next to nothing. Right. And then is bouncing back now with Springbank, Longrow, Hazelburn, all owned by the same one, mm-hmm. uh, Kilkerin, which is funded by Springbank, I believe. And... Uh, I'm forgetting one, and it's just gone out of my head. Nonetheless, they have about five. <laughs> so, so it's a fascinating thing to have. And my father's more of a bourbon fan. So, so the gentleman in Cadenheads, when you walk in in Edinburgh, is unlike any other Cadenheads you'll walk into. Uh, larger gentleman, redhead, gilly hat on, slightly cross-eyed, walks right out to you. Thick Scottish accent, nicest person on the planet. Nice amazing people there and he starts going through the different things and he's like no sir i don't have the 16 <laughs> like that and, everything. and i'm not doing him justice yeah and then but i do have the 11 is that okay and i'm going yeah i, I guess if i have to deal with that yeah okay but they won't let you buy anything unless you try it first yeah so he immediately pours me some and goes here you have to try before you buy mm-hmm. i try it best bourbon i've ever had yeah bar none two weeks later i try the the now famous 2012 George T. Stagg mm. peak year for George T. Stagg, mm-hmm. and I'm going. What I bought was just that little bit better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just blown away. So of course I bought my own bottle because mm-hmm. I don't want to just like here, Dad, have some bourbon. You can open it right now, totally. <laughs> <laughs> he went through his with friends. I recently opened mine and went through mine with some whiskey geeks. This is some of the remains of the barrel, not. Not uh, the bottle, <laughs> the bottle. <laughs> it's and unfortunately the barrel as well because yeah. Cadenhead yeah. since hasn't been able to get another one. And mm. on our last trip, we we I messaged Cadenheads and I said, "Is there any way you're getting any more bourbon?" No, 
Yeah, no. that's it. Uh, it. It's so interesting. You talk about you know the, the effects of uh, climate on whiskey and all this kind of stuff. That it's such an interesting. It doesn't quite smell like a bourbon. It smells a little bit like a bourbon, but that that. We were talking about this before the podcast started. It mm-hmm. kind of gives, reminds me a little bit of like kind of the Diageo kind of over oaked series, the forced mm-hmm. oak, da 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 da, mm-hmm. but in a very good way. Like it's not, yeah, it's got that kind of stringent sort of like it is tartness, yeah. like kind of thing. But it's it's it just kind of works. Yeah, everything kind of balances out really well. Yeah, uh, but like on the nose, it's all like leather polish for me, sharpness, like a lot of the. Uh, uh, caramel, but the caramel is just overpowered like immediately. Yeah. Uh, and just yeah. a lot of oak and, but in, of- in the best of ways. Yeah. 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 A little drying on the, on the end, but no, it's, it's delightful. I really like it. It's really, it's really amazing. And I had, I had said for years that it was my favorite and on bourbon, mm-hmm. you have a little thing beside your name and for every subreddit, it's different. What's said beside your name, mm-hmm. for instance, on ask women, it's whether or not you're male or female. So that when you're talking, people know mm-hmm. ask women is dedicated to getting the female side of things. So it's not just a whole bunch of guys pretending. Right. Right. So on bourbon, it's your favorite bourbon. Right. Mm-hmm. So for years, people would look at it and be like, when? What is this? Yeah. Right. I've never even heard of this. Right. What, what is this? And I would post I would post a variety of BTAC reviews and mm-hmm. things like that. And they'd be like, this isn't your favorite? Uh, no. 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 Though, granted, I famously didn't enjoy the Weller from this year. But, you know, uh, uh, let, let's, let's not talk about the things that, uh, that I've angered the internet about. I do, <laughs> I do like that you refer to it as BTAC because we have had this come up on Twitter before where we got, we got called out. Because Drew Mayville from Buffalo Trace is like, BTAC, what's that? I'm like, Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Yeah. And he's like, never heard that before. And then by the end of the podcast, he started calling it BTAC, which is my favorite <laughs> and part. And then we posted it about it on Twitter, and we got some serious, oh I got, God. yeah, we got some serious feedback about that. It was, it was like, <laughs> it was all right, I'm feedback. not participating in this conversation anymore. <laughs> like, At, oh, I'll participate. I mean, oh like, our generation is the one that killed the initialism. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Like like you have initialisms and acronyms. Yeah. Acronym is uh, an acronym is laser. An initialism is IBM. If I could say IBM out loud, I would just be like, oh yeah, I got myself an IBM. Right. <laughs> if it had come out a little bit later, we'd be calling them IBMs. Yeah. Do you yeah, have an IBM true. or a Mac? Yeah. It's true. An IBM. Says Tomodera. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to stick to? No, I think I'm going to go back to Tom. I think oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably probably back to Tom is better. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like no. I was never meant to say out loud. <laughs> almost, almost, almost like you're not supposed to say it out loud. This is um, I I really like this. This is very it's special. Really good. Yeah, yeah, it's so this special. This is really special. Something that you just can't can't get anywhere else. This is fantastic. And you can't. And it was pulled from the barrel at that exact moment. So it yeah. was at the right moment. Mm-hmm. And I really wish they had had the 16 as well because mm-hmm. I I don't know I I. I really should have brought back a lot more and just paid the duty and just it's, let it's, that be it. It could have been over oaked. You can never know. This yeah. is pretty oaky. Maybe yeah, the 16 yeah. could have been just too yeah. much. You yeah. might have lost a bit of that. For you, sure. You'll find some reviews of this one, the 16, and another one mm-hmm. hanging around of people who, like, of ones that have popped up and whatnot. And yeah. Just kind of shown up. And there was, there was one from another WordPress account, uh, Barley Mania. Mm-hmm. He posted today, Malts of Scotland got their hands on a Heaven Hill, and they finished it in a pork cask or something. Oh. Yeah. 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 And uh, I am jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, I yeah. Bet. yeah. It, it's funny. I, one of the ideas we had for this podcast was like, oh, you know, tell us, you know, stuff that, 
you really hated that the internet loves. But that's like your entire whiskey review history yeah, seems yeah. to be like VTAC. What's VTAC? Bah. Never mind yeah. VTAC. Get this really rare stuff that I poured out of a barrel that yeah. you can't literally get anymore. It is really delicious. I'm not making fun of this. Oh, is, no, this no, is no, legitimately no. a great whiskey. It, uh, what, what a special whiskey, too. Like, yeah. literally, that, like you said, yes. the moment you poured it from the spout, that yeah. was it. That, yeah. was, that was it. it. That was done. And it could have been six months later. It could have been something else. It was probably gone six uh, months later. You know what? <laughs> given, given the look on the gentleman's face when he poured a sample for himself, yeah. I think end of the week it was gone. Yeah. I yeah. think he walked away with both the bottles. And, yeah. There, there is a very happy redhead out there. Just to, like, if he's listening to this, I both love you and hate you, man, for buying this. This is amazing. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's the interesting thing because that's, that's kind of the balance you have as a reviewer. Because you want to review things that everybody can get their hands on, but eventually you run out of that. Mm-hmm. Eventually you just run out of all these I have not levels. run out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I am way slower than you are. I average once a week, maybe. I don't even know how to do that. And that's, that's great. That's amazing. You should love that. That's why, I, that's why I like doing Canadian whiskeys and I like doing Irish whiskeys and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. at least I can come forward. Not everything's a Middleton. I mean, there, there's a recent one that I'm going to post up soon. It's called Prize Fight. Mm-hmm. Six-year-old Irish that's finished for I think three months in X rye casks, cool. and it's not it's not yeah. mind blowing, yeah. but wow, it's yeah. it's interesting and yeah. it's inventive. For sure. yeah, 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 for sure, awesome. Cool. All right, what else do we got here? I see. All right, support number two. Couple, a couple other things. Okay, you tell us which order, which, what you think is. You know what? I think we should do the Irish one next. Yeah. I, I just came back from Dublin two weeks ago. That's right, I saw that on your website. It's uh, Dublin is an amazing place. I got the, you know, the normal Dublin weather for it, 23 degrees and sunny every single day. Yeah. All right. You know, typical Dublin weather. I'll let you all pour your own because I'm doing small pours today. Oh, what's that? Did I just hear the entire internet shudder? I know. <laughs> small pours. Small pours? Small pours? What does that mean? You're not paying for You're not paying for it, right? Is he, is he <laughs> making you pay for this? <laughs> no, this is, this is from a brand new distillery. Mm-hmm. So the big thing that you'll see in Dublin is they've had their first distillery in 125 years. That's Teeling Distillery, right? right? Uh, two brothers brought it out, uh, descendants of the original Teelings. They brought it out fun times. Their father, because I guess this is just a thing they do in the family, went, you know, I should bring out my own distillery and went north. And so in Northern Ireland, he's brought out his own and his is the Great North Distillery. That's about as much as I know about it. Right. <laughs> I wrote the review a while ago, and I'm trying to remember it. So it's called Burks. He sourced the cask. Mm-hmm. It's not triple distilled like your typical one. My guess would be this is Bushmills. Mm-hmm. But, again, I mean, we're used to having a lot of Cooley here in yeah. Canada. Mm-hmm. But in Ireland, they're used to ha- like, Middleton is the name of the game. Right. right. They're right. where everybody sources from. Right. Which is crazy to me because, like, I show up, I'm like, is this Cooley? And they're like, it's not usually. And I'm like... Oh, <laughs> right. Well, I look like a fool. And they're like, yes, you do. <laughs> but we'll be nice about it because you're buying whiskey. <laughs> oh, also, my gosh. This is – what is that? Should I, should I go to my uh, – Yeah, this, this, this tastes and smells very familiar to me. Um, and um, I, I don't know if I um, – What is that? What is this? Well, there, there's, a bit, there's a bit of the, I'm, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the uh, white, like the champagne back, the, the kind of champagne, not champagne, sorry. Um, effervescent? Like, uh, like a, like a white wine kind of effort. Yeah. Kind of in the back. 
um, forward, very kind of spice, hard caramel. Yeah, this is spice, definitely, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, but it just it does this taste to me very, very familiar. It's like so close to home. Not quite a red breast. <laughs> not quite a red breast. Yeah. Um, well, it is it. it it is a single malt. It is yeah. 14 years, yeah. and it is from a single cast. So all of that mm-hmm. is going to throw like whatever is in your mind sure, about Irish fair. whiskey right off. That's fair. Yeah, this is not. I don't find this to be typical of, of an Irish whiskey at all. I find it. But it smells like Middleton. Like it really does. Yeah. Oh, this, the nose on it is totally. Yeah. So it, it was probably something... sourced by, from Middleton. I don't know for certain or anything, but um, I would I would say. And this this is like a good beforehand review. I did it blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a lot of green apple straw, gummy bears, and pastry on the nose. Mm-hmm. And then for the taste, it wasn't that typical yeast aspect mm-hmm. of a lot of Irish whiskeys. It was more toast, pear, but buttered toast, like mineral, caramel, herbal, and mango. So I can kind of see where... Where Mango-y. Yeah. Mango. Yeah. And mango ended up coming up in so many of my Irish reviews while I was over there. And I'm like, these guys are holding on to the really good Irish whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and then the finish, I got more of embers and like that spice. But then it kind of went back to the, the green apple, cashew, almost like a weak orange juice and tangerine. It's going to drive me nuts. It's not red. It doesn't taste it. It's not like red breast, but I just poured the cast strength 12 here. Okay. Um I, th- I thought writer's tears the f- first one when I smelled it, but it's it's a little it's more, much more intense than writer's tears. I might and need another little drip of it just to yeah. It's gonna, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna bother it's me gonna so bother me. much. It's so familiar yet well, not it, quite. And you know what? I brought an entire bottle back and like paid the duty on it and everything yeah. because the reason the reason I ended up with this was I walked into the Celtic whiskey shop mm-hmm. and you know if anybody listening to this is ever gonna go to Dublin. You have to go to the Celtic Whiskey Shop. It is mm-hmm. your number one spot. First of all, it's right across from St. Stephen's Green, right. which is beautiful. And in the summer, everything opens up. They have palm trees there, which is insane. Uh, but you walk into the place, and it's it's very much in the Irish way where they'll let you walk around. They'll let you do other things. and then you know. But they're not used to Canadians walking in. The right. Scots are used to wait, to Canadians walking in. Like, yeah. you walk into a Scottish whiskey shop, they're like, oh, he's Canadian. How can you tell? He just passed out. <laughs> There's selection. Okay. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. The Irish are Especially like... Especially from Ontario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whereas, like, the Irish see you and they're like, are you okay? Do you, do you need help? And I'm like, I've never seen this. What? So, you know, you, you say the thing that everybody always knows what you're supposed to say. Like, do you have any single casts that you only sell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's my price range. Please show me them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they showed me three. They had their own powers, which was kind of weird because it was 46%, but they only got 200 bottles out of it. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I know. It, like, it kind of weirded me out. And I yeah. was like, was that cast rank? No. Why would you ask that? And I'm like... I think Powers held back some whiskey on you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't. Okay. Uh, So they had their own Powers, and it's it's well received. It was okay. Um, It was more Oloroso casts, and Mm -hmm. there's one of my biases right there. Oloroso doesn't really do it for me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. They had a Teeling, Mm -hmm. which was in a Merlot cask, and red wine casks can go one of two ways. They can either really work or they can be used for a Teeling. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, I kid. I kid. I kid. All of the red wine teelings I've had, yeah. except for some of the standard ones they bring out, haven't been my favorite. Right. And then there was this one. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, this is 
This is amazing ex-bourbon cast. This is ex-bourbon. There's no crazy finishes on mm-hmm. this. There's nothing nuts that they're doing to it. And they Maybe just sourced it's a bourbon it. cast of red breast because red breast is mostly sherry, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just so familiar and it's not quite there it's gonna so, drive me nuts so maybe it is i mean maybe they sort red breast is owned by kilbegan he says with a question over um his head. i don't know no, no uh, it's owned by their own little thing but it's mostly done with middleton right just, yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah i think it's just a family that owns the naming rights or something and and they buy the oloroso cast up because yeah. they're they're inexpensive there i've been told that oh, the entire oloroso yeah uh when i went through various irish tours they started going on about how First fill bourbon casks and first fill Oloroso were so cheap. That's why the industry uses them so much. Oh, interesting. So to find something PX over there mm-hmm. is nuts. Now, that's just what I was told yeah. by the people in Ireland. So maybe they're getting a good deal or maybe that person was incorrect. That's second. Right. Yeah, because it's yeah. – yeah. yeah, because I've heard, I've heard otherwise right. multiple yeah. times. So that's what I – but for them, they're using a lot of these. And it's, it's funny you bring up Redbreast because I was able to try the first ever – Single cast red breasts released only for Ireland while I was there. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Which was a 17 year cask strength uh, first fill sherry. Oh, that sounds like a dream. It should have been. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. No, no I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Jamie's, pointing. Ja- oh. Jamie's pointing at something. <laughs> Jamie's now gotten something. <laughs> Jamie is now happy. <laughs> this I'm has been narration enough. of yeah. Jamie. <laughs> Welcome to the narration of Jamie I know, podcast. She's pointing at shit. Sorry, pop. Yes, <laughs> Jamie Swar. Finally, finally. Oh, so long. It's been so long. This is the red breast, right? I forgot. To yeah, ask. red breast. Should okay. I be swearing or no? Okay. Uh, no, yeah, you can. I'm can't. not we, allowed to swear. Well, well, Jamie's allowed to swear. Everybody's allowed, allowed to swear. We're allowed to swear. I, I encourage Jamie to swear. She just decided okay. she, she's. I've not been wise. very good for a long time, but a, a lot of my reviews are not something you'd ever read to a child. Right, right, Actually, right. Yes, I believe I, in I some that. in some provinces and states, I believe it's in, it's illegal to, <laughs> or at least against some UN codes or whatnot, but. Uh, nonetheless, it reminds me more of the fifteen. I feel I, don't, I just I have a bottle, but it's empty. The red breast fifteen. No, it no. reminds me a little bit more of that. Um, I don't know. No, no, uh, I, I don't blame you. I've I haven't dug deep enough into red breast. I still <laughs> I have a sample of the twenty one. The less stout. Yeah, you've used to have this the twelve oh, caster. I'm sure. Thank yeah. you. Um, all right, this is a really really wonderful. Um, uh, a wonderful example, and I think you were saying before, uh, if you go to Ireland, it's basically like. Every other country you visit, it's like you go there and you get all the stuff that you can't. They just don't yeah. export, mm-hmm. um, which is true for everywhere except for probably actually up until recently Canada. Now Canada, yeah. we do get stuff. And if you go to Kentucky, forget it. Like everything just disappears from Kentucky yeah. right away because of the tourists. And if you tourists come in, uh, but you go to Scotland, there's a lot of single barrel production. Ireland, Japan, that's it. All the whiskeys in Japan. Uh, from if you're looking at. Um, and so I liked your recommendation of going to a store or going yep. to a bar, a bar and say, what's, what's single barrel yeah. do you yeah. have in this price range? That's a yeah. great way to start a conversation. Well, it's a serious whiskey drinker. Now you want to try something special. You won't be able to try anywhere else. Exactly. A uh, great way to start a conversation. And it, it's, it, it leads into things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's how I found out about uh, Middleton Virgin Oak from 2000. And that is that is one of my favorite. I haven't posted it yet, but mm-hmm. it's it's hands down my favorite Irish that I've ever had. Nice. And it's nine full years in a virgin oak. Nine, nine, nine. I think it's nine. <laughs> Let's go with nine. But it it just pops. It's yeah. just perfection. Interesting. It's, yeah. Uh, 
it's it's like the best macaroons you've ever tasted and things like that. And it gets to that insane part where you start writing everything down. And you're like, nobody's going to believe this review. Everybody's going to like call me out on it. And that's that. It's going to go up with my bro re- reviews, my Port Ellen reviews, and my Kurzawa reviews. And I'm just going to leave it up there and walk away. <laughs> it's amazing that you, you do post uh, these rare findings and people just go out and, like you said, uh, Audience of 50,000 is nothing to sneeze at. That's a lot of people. Um, And to have that influence over what what people buy uh, in these really rare, like, go there now, it'll be gone tomorrow sort of ways. Well, you got to put reviews up because the worst thing to happen for me when I'm I'm going to shop for something is I'm staring at something in the Dublin airport and I'm going – Oh man, this is. I can only buy this here, but uh, okay. Is there a review online? No. And these are expensive items, man. I mean, you wouldn't buy a car without test driving it. And half the time, you can't test drive any of the whiskeys, especially not at 7 a.m., hypothetically, in the Dublin airport. (laughs) That's true. Amazing. Are you still scratching your head over that one? I am just losing my mind. You really are. You're you're like. I cannot place that flavor. I but can. it's so familiar. It's if, so familiar. If you'd like more time with it, like next time I see either you or Mark, I can bring along right. a sample. That would be and lovely. just make sure that yeah. you have it, and that way you're not like gonna wake up in the middle of the night and be like, be like mango pie. What is that? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the yeah. way, to make a mango pie, you yeah. take a nectarine <laughs> pie recipe, you replace it with the mango, and you just add a little bit more nutmeg. Are you a baker? Yes, I am. Thomas, really? Yeah. My gosh, all these like hidden talents. I wish my hidden talent was that I could place this flavor right now. <laughs> I'm well, like, this this is the most stressful. This is the most stressed I've ever been over a whiskey in my entire life. You, really, you, you I'm are, really, I'm bugging. <laughs> I'm just bugging. See, I, no I, I kind of satisfied myself with saying, no, no, it's, it's got to be close to my breast fifteen. I'm kind of satisfied until yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you're satisfied. okay with that. Yeah, it's you, close you, enough. This is a yeah. bourbon barrel <laughs> yeah. that should have gone no, to red breast and it made a, its way. It is yeah. like a yeah. flavor to me. When I, I actually found a video on my phone the other day of that someone sent me of uh, when I wasn't here doing a, a whiskey tasting. And uh, I think Mark sent me the video. Somebody calling a a flavor like um, unsalted um, French fries and how yeah, specific that flavor. And so I feel like I'm croissant, looking. Croissant, yeah, unsalted like chocolate trick croissant from the like southern that. part of France. Yeah, it was like something ridiculous. And it was just like, oh. I just wish that I could place this flavor right now so badly. But I'll I'll, I'll be okay. I'll let okay. it go for a bit. <laughs> okay. We'll do a tradesies. We'll, okay. I've got some 30-year Balvenie at home. Okay, well, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a while. Twist my rubber arm. There you, you go. Know. There you go. So it's all good. Um, and then there's one more you brought for us, the uh, SMWS. Yes, this is SMWS 123.8. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the Spanish mountains. Yes. So this is reported to be, of course, every single single malt whiskey society. No. Am I doing this? Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. I always get it wrong. The Scotch Malt. I do it too all the time. Yeah, every single time. It's It's like they want to. Yeah. Um, uh, each of them has a number instead of the name. So they're yet another independent bottler where they go out and pick different, different bottles and sell it under their own one. So this is 12 years, Glen Goyne, and matured only in a port pipe. Mm, nice. nice. Okay. So this is, this is on the complete end of the spectrum, and I was trying to figure out something that would just be interesting. I know I, um, I've... I've done tastings where some people have shown up and they're like, I want to try something different. Yeah. It's like, okay, 
different. Uh, are we going to grab the black arts? Right. Okay, well, in my opinion, I have the least interesting black arts. Right. That doesn't mean it's the bad one. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. Just the, it's, it's number four. It's the least interesting. This is the one that I, I'm sorry, this is going to be a very um, misogynistic tasting note, but mm-hmm. it tastes like a urinal hockey puck. It smells like a urinal hockey puck. I, I, I realize there's no... You know, correlation. I'm not, there. I'm not sure actually what that smells like. Exactly, so that's what I'm saying. It's a very misogynistic. It's like I'm making a tasting note that, like, that, but, uh, that uh, yeah, that's okay. That I don't know what that smells like. There's not, a famous line at the at Toronto Whiskey Society yeah. when I say something out loud and nobody agrees with me, and mm-hmm. it's "Tomato is wrong." Tomato is wrong. Tomato is wrong. There's nice. entire reviews that have been written by my fellow Toronto whiskey reviewers, nice. which just start with. Tomato is wrong about this one, and nice. that's how I'm going to start it off. <laughs> nice, nice. And I've, I've had ones. Well, sometimes you just get some of these whiskeys that are like, how do you describe them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm. To off the top of my head, Brooklady DNA Four is one that I actually got called out for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During my review, mm-hmm. I reviewed it, and someone later on, like was questioning the entire idea of reviews and mentioning all these things. Right. Because I don't know if the two of you have ever had DNA 4th edition? 3rd edition? Mm, Yeah, okay. So just to give you a quick idea of it, it smells like somehow tasting all the fruits at a really good fruit market at once. Mm -hmm. Wow. Nice. And that's that's there, there's no good way to explain it because right. every three minutes yeah. it goes to a new fruit. It's, right. it's peach, then it's banana. Right. So this is mango. the Brickwadi right. uh, DNA uh, fourth edition. Oh, you mean like the Black Arts? No, no, no. Oh, Black, so so Brookladi has seven thousand ones they've ever brought out. Right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. This is something I haven't heard of. Gotcha. Okay. No. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Uh, four barrels were put aside. Uh, from when uh, Brookladi started up, right? Um, I'll, I'll sorry. I should take a step back for anybody who's listening who hasn't heard it before. Brookladi stopped for a long time because they weren't really making the best whiskey, and they were using older and older barrels that weren't imparting flavors that people really loved. When it was started up again, it was started up by. Mr. Yeah, Mark Rainier. We I will put it in the show notes. There's a podcast where you can okay. hear the whole cool, cool the whole origin story of Brickladdy. Uh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. So, story. so yeah. the quick version is a lot of it they had to go through and rebarrel. So that's mm-hmm. why for the longest time they were constantly bringing out different barrels, different things that had all these red wine finishes and all these interesting uh, finishes and whatnot. Right, mm-hmm. making that face because I'm getting the history wrong nope. or because I'm, the whiskey. The whiskey. Cool. Good. Yeah, the whiskey no, face yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> for those of you listening, she made a what you talking about Willis face <laughs> I'm going through a whiskey journey right now my this head. is very it's all good. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I'm not playing a game of what's in my mouth yeah. no. uh, nonetheless some barrels were able to be salvaged and okay. had nice whiskey in them Gotcha. those barrels were very old mm-hmm. uh, and those became part of the DNA series okay. they have a whole bunch of letters behind them because they used uh, Roman numerals they were still around uh, they're still around the 90s, so we don't have the calm Roman numerals that any millennial listening to this, mm-hmm. as long as they're 19 or older, mm-hmm. is That's used right. to. Yeah. Older, <laughs> responsible. Yes. Uh, nonetheless, uh, you'll, you'll find them every so often, and it's usually about 40 Canadian a dram or something like that. A bottle goes for 600 I think. Mm-hmm. They, they range between 23 years and 27. You'll usually find, I think it's the fourth edition, but it might be the third. Mm-hmm. 
I bought a sample just to do for my 100th whiskey review, nice. my 100th scotch review, and I was yeah. really excited, and I really wanted to do it well, and this thing is bonkers, and it has all these different fruits, and I'm trying it, and I'm like, what is going on here? And I wrote it all up, and somebody immediately was like, it, this, this sounds like crap. Right. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, like... I, I wrote I wrote an, a, a calm reaction to him. Like mm-hmm. at first, I was hurt for half a day, yeah. and you know, cried myself to sleep a couple times. Yep. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> After that, you know, I I wrote him a calm reaction of why I had all these things and what might have gone into that. And mm-hmm. it's it's something that you kind of have to do as a reviewer when you're reviewing anything. You have to say like, did I pay a lot for this? So therefore, I'm going to want it to be really good right. or something like that. Like. Mm-hmm. After I tried the Burks, I gave it an eighty, and I thought, mm-hmm. "Oh, this was nice. I'm I'm happy I paid for it. I'm happy I got it." Mm-hmm. You know. And two of my whiskey friends immediately were like, "No, you're undervaluing that so much." And it was their favorite of the entire. Oh wow! Like we had five yeah. scotches in that. Yeah. yeah. And they walked away liking the Irish. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. getting back to the Glengoyne. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it fascinating one, right? It has sort of that port influence, that sort oh, yeah. of chocolatey and cocoa and mm-hmm. meringue. Wine. Meringue. Yeah. yeah. Tons of meringue. No, it, it, I didn't. And I, someone said hockey puck from a urinal. And <laughs> I didn't mean it in a bad way. Um, you meant it in that good way when you're out and really enjoying the smell. When you're really it. drunk and you're, you have so much booze on your breath that it just kind of adds a little texture as you're. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to trust you on that one. <laughs> That's so funny. I enjoy that very much. Yeah. yeah. Very much. I am completely distracted by this, this Burks, though. Hey, <laughs> right? we, can, we can jump back to that. I'm just, no, I'm completely just... distracted by it because I'm like, what is that? Anyways, um, this is, this is yeah. the life um, right here. Well, tell us, what, okay, so tell us a little bit about, about the, uh, your review process because um, mm-hmm. you mentioned, so there's a couple of things to talk about, right? So, so bias. Yeah. Uh, anytime we have somebody on the podcast that does whiskey reviews, we ask, okay, so um, what's your opinions on bias as far as purchasing bias? If you're yeah. given bottles, I don't know if you you, well, you you do but yeah I, i've had a couple bottles given to me and whatnot yeah. yeah and so that kind of stuff like so what's your kind of process and and do you, how early in the morning do you start whiskey reviews that's my first question <laughs> that's a great question 6 a.m <laughs> yeah, right. is, is when i start no I've, you know what i wish that was a joke uh i am not drinking before noon and i'm never drinking without my wife in the room mm-hmm. and the funny thing is my wife has probably had as many whiskeys as i have mm-hmm. but a sip from every single one right yeah so so that's always the interesting thing. No, uh, I start with it. I sit down. I try and know nothing about the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the name. Maybe I know the finish. Maybe I know the percentage. I usually try and write down the percentage. And I start into it. I pour the whiskey in the glass, try and get a Glencairn. Oh, man, there's some places where you just can't get a Glencairn. We have 100 yeah. whiskeys. Great. Yeah. You want uh, 60 rock glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, I, I sit down and I get it into the glass. I let it sit for 15 minutes, breathe. Mm-hmm. I usually put a cap on it. I take a picture. My wife made me a little, like, a little white box now. Aww. So I, I have it all ready to go. Nice. I try and get the picture. Uh, that's all done. I look up the Munsell number. Mm-hmm. So if you've never heard of it, the Munsell chart... Have both of you heard about the Munsell color chart? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but probably people on the other end yeah. haven't. Okay, so the Munsell color chart used to be when you were in science, you bought this gigantic book, and all it was was each of these individual standardized colors 
so that everybody could look back to this book and do it. And it's used in a lot of chemistry and mm -hmm. geology and variety of things. It's used for soil samples mostly. Mm -hmm. On my second trip out to the UK, a friend of mine, she's a PhD student, uh, does amazing things with Portuguese pottery. She's like, you have to start using this. Because nobody's going to give you heck about your colors after that. Mm -hmm. Because because looking back on it, I used to say color, and I'd, I'd go artistic with it. And people right, would right, be right. like, I don't know what that is. What is right. this guy talking about? Right. Yeah. It's yellow. Right. <laughs> that one's a slightly brighter yellow. This right. one's a slightly lower yellow. We desperately need more women in whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. Uh, so... She she at first sold it, sold me on it as don't worry you just have to buy this gigantic book that's only sold in these circum certain circumstances that's made to be stayed in some places and I was like oh okay that sounds great for going out to the bar with yeah, perfect hundred percent yeah yeah and then finally she found me the app right and the app's ah. on the phone for free so I go through and I find the Munsell color and I try and put it up and it's super easy to use you just that's swipe really right funny. and left yeah. And I can find it. I can get it. It's on there. If anybody mm -hmm. needs to look it up, that's that. Everybody mm -hmm. else just kind of looks at it and goes, he just said 7.5. Mm -hmm. Why? Eight out of six. Look that up, nerds. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> and just. <Amazing. laughs> this and, is, again, what we expected from Reddit. Just, yes, <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> and just, just go looking for that. And I've got some people who are like, what is this? And other people who are like, oh, my goodness, you're using the Munsell chart. This is genius. And I'm like, it's not my idea. It's an actual genius's idea. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I do that. And then at that point. I wait until the whiskey has aerated enough. I go through the nose for about 15 to 20 minutes. I go through tasting it for a long time. I write down. And if you look at if you look in my book at any point, it just has the words color, nose, taste, finish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then a slash out of 100. Mm -hmm. And I'll just write that down really simply. And once I have that, it goes up into my Gmail account. Mm -hmm. And then once I have it there, I add all the formatting I need for Reddit and yeah. I type everything in between. And I, I type any tiny notes I have about what I tasted, usually the next day at 6 a.m. Right, mm -hmm. right. And then eventually it makes its way up onto Reddit, then onto my site, and then onto the Toronto Whiskey Society site, and then mm -hmm. tweet it out. And, yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> That's very cool. That's yeah. very cool. It's, it's a very, very consistent, calm Somewhat boring process <laughs> with yeah. whiskey. That's fun. Yeah. Well, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that it seems as though like well no, and I think that's sort of you know the best way to do. It. You go with your gut and you just move through the whole thing yeah. and and yeah and get your your first sort of thoughts down right away. Yeah. And don't don't overthink it. I think yeah. you know you can because yeah. I think I'm overthinking this whiskey. And I you're still, I know, you're still, I know it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. No joke. No joke. Uh, what was it like four months ago, five months ago, I'm at a whiskey tasting. Somebody breaks out 1982 Brora. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody's excited as heck yes. to have this. If you this. do not know Scotch, Brora is like finding old Stilzweller yeah. yeah. juice. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the old Brora, like the yeah, 30 yeah. year old. Older, like 1974 Brora. Like the newer you can kind of find, yeah. but at the same time, you're like, I still found it. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. like kind of in between, like finding, uh, what is it, Woodford Reserve when it's one of mm -hmm. the legendary series or something, and yeah. it was made by one of the. One of the old yeah. master distillers, yeah. For, yeah, exactly. You're just finding something rare from a distillery that no longer yeah. exists, but does, but doesn't yeah. Like, yeah. change names. Anyway, nonetheless, all thing. Nonetheless, like, everybody is excited as heck to get this. We couldn't believe it. It's actually my birth year 
uh, one. Oh, wow. It, it, the funny thing is, before I knew the gentleman who bought it, he actually outbid me on it in the election. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No. no. don't worry, don't worry. He's made up for it and then some. I owe him so much. <laughs> but everybody's excited, everybody's hyped, and we get to it, and no one can describe it. Uh, oh, interesting. The yeah. best... So I forced myself, yeah. and I just I forced myself the entire way through, and I'm writing the notes. And if you read my review of it, you're probably like, I think somebody slipped him drugs, right? <laughs> right? Because it hits that weird point. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for one of one of us, he ended up just writing a, a picture of a sunshine with a happy face. Well, <laughs> because that was that was the so best. Sometimes his that's brain all you can do. do. That's right. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I don't blame you at all if, you, yeah. if you're trying that Burks because, like I said, two of the two of the people at the last one just ended up having it and going, "Wow, this is this is uh, different and interesting." Yeah. <laughs> when you score and you're scoring like, eight, it seems like a lot of scores are in the 80s. You're generally um, so 80s are still a good whiskey on your scoring. So like, what's the kind of uh, 75 is something that I would buy kind of as a daily drinker okay. or is it's the okay one. It's the, this is, this is kind of hit the standard mm-hmm. and that's what I've been trying for years to okay. be at. Right. That being said, you know, you try a lot of rare ones around my birthday. I try six usually. And I, I, tr- it, if I ever trade or swap people for whiskey, yeah. I'm trading for stuff I really, really want. So mm-hmm. my score has been naturally inflated which is why after every single review i put up my kurtosis my skewness oh that's smart my, I like that. my standard deviation yeah. median mm-hmm. uh, i believe the high low and some people have been asking for the mode but i think that's going a little far i'm taking notes <laughs> on how to do my job better right? there, you <laughs> go. Uh, there are ways to set up a google sheet mm-hmm. Where it will automatically do all that oh, stuff sure, for yeah, you across yeah. the whole thing and yeah. whatnot. So I have that set up at all times because the problem is, like, you're asking me about a specific whiskey, if I liked it, if I didn't like it. And I'm sitting here with Redbreast 12 cast strength, and I'm starting to remember that I was kind of just okay on it. I believe mm-hmm. I gave it a 78. Wow. But I'd actually have to look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because after a thousand, I yeah. just hit that point where yeah. I, I'm like, I can remember these things, I'll write the same notes. Assuming no variance in things, <coughs> Caribbean cast. Um, oh boy, <laughs> love it. Yeah, but nonetheless, I, it it it's hard to remember these things. Yeah, for sure. Um, what you know, we we've you've brought at least really great whiskeys here that mm. that really are impossible to get. Um, tell us about stuff that you do actually drink for pleasure that Mm -hmm. people can just buy. Mm. Uh, Let's. Yeah. What's your, what would be like a, like one of your top ones? Quinta Ruban. Yeah. 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 That's great. Glenn Glenn Marangi. Yeah. I, you know, I am a sucker for podcasts. Yeah. Every single, every single time. I just love drinking it. Yeah. The Laddie Classic is up there. Mm. While I'm not the biggest fan, I still review it highly because I still think it's a quality dram. Balvenie 12 Doublewood mm-hmm. is a good mm-hmm. one to have. I'm still a big sucker for uh, Glenfiddich 12. Yeah, yeah. really? That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was at my it's wedding. It's good to hear you because I feel like a lot of whiskey reviewers just don't even, you know, I mean, because it's everybody has, everybody's well, tasted it. It's yeah. not a unique I, I product. Think if, I, think right? it's, I think you're right. It's sort yeah. of one of those ones that because you have had it before, mm-hmm. Here and there and everywhere, you sort of don't really give it too much thought. And then when you come back to it, when it's you know placed in front of you at a tasting or whatever, and you're like, oh, 
Wow. Yeah. I forget how easy drinking sort of this like entry level whiskey yeah. is, and like yeah. you for, it's one of those ones that just goes. It just blows by you, yeah, and and you forget how yeah. actually it's like oh it's good. I have an unopened bottle like at my house right now, <laughs> just like sitting there, and I was like I gotta get into that twelve one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just forget. you just have it, and you still you still enjoy it enough. Yeah. I mean, there was a reason it and the eighteen. Well, mm-hmm. I got to choose the the alcohol for my wedding. Mm-hmm. It and the eighteen were the scotches at our wedding. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was before I was too heavily into into whiskey reviewing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still look back at it. I still enjoy having them. Yeah. Not yeah. the 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of dough. Um, <laughs> no, no bourbons. You're like, no... no uh... I mean, it's it's hard for me as, as a Canadian to talk about, like, an entry-level bourbon that... Sure. Like, you know what? Th- this goes around the world, so I'm going to say Buffalo Trace is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Buffalo and Trace was at my wedding. There, there we go. go. There we go. <laughs> my bourbon. Yeah. Eagle Rare doesn't even hold up to Buffalo Trace, which is weird for me because I know it's older and it should it should have developed more of those things. I mean, Wild Turkey 101. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I had it, I had to go all the way to England. Yeah. <laughs> I had to try it. Yeah. yeah, to try it because only the 81 was here. Yeah. Uh, if I'm thinking off the top of my head, I really do. Uh, it's not Knob Creek. Oh, I'm blanking. Uh is it a Jim Beam product like Booker's, Baker's? Oh, it is. Um, oh, well, Booker's is just the given. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I feel almost horrible saying Booker's. <laughs> yeah. It's like, have you heard about this Booker's yeah. thing? <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> and apparently it's being sold out everywhere. It's not yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's no, still yeah. available. Still available. Still you still available. get it. Go just grab a yourself more expensive. some Booker's. Yeah. Uh, it's a little yeah. more expensive. But yeah, it, yeah no, we, no, we no, talk no. about Booker's I, all the time. I, yeah. I feel like a sucker bringing it up. It's, no, it's Booker's. It's tasty. It's good. It's a staple. It's like you have salt and pepper and Booker's. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on your table at all times, right? <laughs> that's right. Everybody's if you feel like drinking something straight, great. If you want it softer, pour a little bit of water in it. Yeah, if you yeah, want to, yeah. want to bring a Manhattan, your own adventure. a boozy Manhattan, boozy Manhattan, What's, or the, the face, face melter, melter, which is which is an old fashioned made with Booker. Yeah. There you go, the face melter. Yeah. Two of those, and you're fast asleep. Yeah. There you go. No, yeah. I, I enjoyed Weller Antique and other ones yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so a lot of the, a lot of the, yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of the standard ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Are people still looking for recommendations on that, or are they just going to hear it and kind of? I think, be like, I think it's a good, a good comparison for palate. I'm mostly asking kind of like because you, your ratings, I just kind of get get people mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, this is how you what you like in bourbon. Yeah. Uh, so what you're liking in sky. So I think that's kind of a, yeah. a kind yeah. of comparison point. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean. I, the end of the day if i'm if i'm going to drink irish it's probably going to be jameson if i have to buy like something that's everywhere yeah uh if i'm going to try something really interesting it's going to be teeling mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. teeling uh mm-hmm. right is a great one as well um what is your uh what is your opinion on jim murray's uh whiskey bible <laughs> oh so i've i've said Very specific question i'm just curious because you know just, when you rate whiskey yeah, 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 like yeah, a natural, it's, it's, it's like the over it's like it's like a it just hangs out over here on this yeah, side just looking it's just at you yeah. That's yeah, staring yeah, yeah. At you the whole time yes okay. excellent yeah i'm gonna start this off by saying i have had horrible things to say about jim murray in the past mm-hmm. and you know what i went too far oh. i i will honestly say i've been too mean to him in the past that being said i like his writing, I don't love his scores. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and that's that's usually my issue. Mm-hmm. Is um, and I, I and on a flip side, and this is this is like me being the whiny 
whiskey guy. I don't like when he does the Japanese whiskey because I can't play Japanese whiskey anymore. Right. <laughs> I believe I've said that. In that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In that exact voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, did you make there's Japanese? no more age, age <laughs> statements. All I can get is Nika from the Barrel. Oh, sure. sorry. I forgot to mention Nika from the Barrel. <laughs> Buy Nika Buy from the Nika Barrel. Nika from the See, Barrel. now I'm doing it. I am my own worst enemy. <laughs> so <laughs> right. But, but, yeah, no, I've... I've been annoyed at some of the things that he's picked before. Mm-hmm. I've I've questioned some things where there's been rumors and things like that, and I'm not going to go mm-hmm. into that. Nonetheless, he said of internet whiskey people that they're all snobbish mm-hmm. and full of themselves. So, yeah. like, he thinks of me what I think of him, so yeah. there's that. I try and push away from the whole snobbery side. That's mm-hmm. why I do dick jokes in my reviews. That's why I do X-rated reviews. Mm-hmm. That I, I want it to be on that kind of low level. I don't want mm-hmm. anybody to ever like imagine me. Like mm-hmm. you two can see me right now. Everybody else might be imagining like a monocle, my usual top hat, <laughs> tails. Totally yeah. not a Game of Thrones T-shirt <laughs> and, well, and baggy jeans. Tomadera, this is part of your disguise. Yes, is this right? is part of the disguise, of course. Yes. No, I left the monocle outside. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, that that's great. I mean, I think that you're right. There's, there's a lot of ridiculous scores, and there's a lot of interesting scores. Um, and then there's the whole persona, which is a whole other thing. And yeah. this and this spooky cat eyes out in the book. I don't get that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and every single time I look at it, I'm like, did somebody do that as a joke? And he was like, no, do that. <laughs> just, just, I love it. Can you make the eyes float? <laughs> and I'm always, and, and I hear about his diet where he avoids anything too spicy and a lot of bland foods mm-hmm. so that it pops. And I kind of wonder, and then like people might wonder that about me because I like spicy foods. Yeah, so are they like, uh, yeah. you know, I believe somebody compared my tongue to a popsicle stick at one point. You know, Criollo and Barley, if you're listening out there, uh. shout out to you. But, you know, like, <laughs> that, that's just it. I, I I laugh about it, but maybe people think the same thing of me. So I always try and shy away from that snobbery side of things or anything else like it. And I like being just the guy who tries a whiskey and goes, oh, it was okay. Oh, mm-hmm. did it win three awards? Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Ooh. Right. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one to explain. <laughs> Old Paltney 1989, for instance. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yep. I yep. also love, like, uh, you know, you, you mentioned a few times the Toronto Whiskey Society, but just being part of a, a group and a community mm-hmm. that uh, you are able to go to each other's homes, do tastings, yes. uh, mm-hmm. pour whiskeys. And that's that's one of the reasons why you've been able to taste a thousand whiskeys yeah. mm-hmm. over a short period of time is because you do go to people's homes, you yep. go to restaurants as well and bars, yeah. uh, but there's also the kind of the exchange, like, you know, I've got this, you've got that, and kind of mm-hmm. just, just yeah. having that exchange. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, Reddit I guess, is a great way to find a community. If you live in a larger city, mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's probably communities all across uh, North America, at least. Um, yeah, no, that's really like a wonderful kind of story of how you guys all came mm-hmm. together uh, yeah, in it, that. It's quite amazing. We started off with swapping because legally, legally speaking, you're only supposed to ship interprov- interprovincially yeah. uh, for alcohol. And we all started swapping and we found out we lived close to one another. And uh, myself and Brian, who's okay not being anonymous and whatnot, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. one of the fellow leaders yeah. of the Toronto Whiskey Society, he said, well, why don't we do a Reddit meetup? And I'm just imagining – you guys don't know, but like some of the pictures from the Reddit meetups are like just horror shows, and it's just it's disturbing. And I was like, "Wow, what is going to happen here?" And I started meeting people from it, and they turned out to be really great 
really great guys, and I've tried different whiskeys from them, and they've tried different whiskeys from me, and yeah. we've set up different things. So nice, nice. Yeah, no, we're no. Big, we're big proponents of the community whiskey gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's really great. Um, anything awesome. else we want to cover before we close the loop? I really would like to figure out what that flavor is <laughs> in this whiskey. Drive it's just insane. driving me bonkers. No, th- that'll be a future podcast, which oh is just going to be called be like Great Jimmy. Northern. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's Revelation. So cl- I still, I just picked it up and smelled oh. it. I'm like, yep, that's it. And I'm just like, oh. I can't. It's, just, it's driving me nuts. It's driving me nuts. It's, it's, I'll make sure to bring more for the next time so that, like, Jamie, you can take the one away from this one, and Mark will have more, <laughs> more for the future. Okay. I have a full bottle. I'm always happy to have it and everything. Well, we're, after this, we're going to... There's you. You already have a list of stuff you want to try from here, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do that for you, uh, and then have. Uh, well, actually, so what do you want? What is what are your things that you want to try uh, from from your whiskey show? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, first of all, it's whisk. It's whistle pig, old. Old world, old world, yeah, rare like, cast. Like, yeah, everything's so rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, but yeah, sure. the old world rare cast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the old rare cast. And and the reason for that is, I don't, I, I don't get my hands on whistle pig all that often, and I'm really excited to try anything that's like. Well, I mean, technically it's a Canadian product, but it's it's at a stronger strength, and yeah. it's done by the guys down in Vermont, which I think they kind of take the Canadian whiskey and do something. Like, mm. magical to it? No, I, in all honesty, a lot of people usually ask me, they're like, well, you can just get Alberta premium <laughs> anytime. Why do, you, why, why do you want to try Whistlepig? Or why do you want to try Lock, Stock, and Barrel, which I believe is yeah. also sourced from them, or Masterson's? And I usually say, well, they're doing different things with it than yeah, the Alberta premium, premium. They're premium barrels. I mean, yeah. ironically enough, Alberta premium just are blend of bazillion barrels, and yeah. those are premium barrels yeah. of Alberta. That being uh, said, silver, yeah. Al- Al- I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Alberta Premium Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, like, just have it in your shelf yeah, mm-hmm. right? at all yeah. times. It's the whiskey to have. Dark Batch, if you're listening to this from the U.S. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Alberta Premium 25, which I, yeah. I was lucky enough to try. Yeah, I've had the 25 and the 30. Oh, you've had the 30? Uh, so jealous. Yeah, but those were, like, recently. Like, they just came up in tastings. I'm just like, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so rare and so lovely. And, and just so good. And you're just trying them and you're just like, wow, can you guys bring it? No, that's not for us. Yeah. And that's that's how their company goes. I mean, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. I mean, they know what makes the money. I'm uh, anger at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that's um, yeah, that's a great point. So um, that and I think you we're going to give you – what else did you want to – Oh, I think you have the failed experiment. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which I just have to. And then, of course, Russell's Reserve, which awesome. I feel like I've, I've had quite a few wild turkeys, but Russell's Reserve is always – This is the rye, the single barrel rye. Yeah. yeah. And yeah I just came like from, I had some to, at the beginning and uh, quite interesting, almost like closer to a bourbon in, in the way it is yeah. and everything. So, you know, I'll be happy to annoy slash our bourbon with that review. Awesome. I, I love, love it. it. Um, yeah. Any, anything that we should be saying to the uh, Reddit community uh, at this point in time? Because, again, I don't, you know, I feel very, like, uh, ungeeky not being on Reddit. <laughs> um, it's it's one of those things. I mean, Reddit Reddit is just what it is, right? It's six yeah. years, like, it's, what, seven years old now? Yeah. 6% of the internet's on it at any one point. It's had its really bad points. You know, given some of the negative press that's been on it, I can I can understand yeah. why people have gone away from it. 
I mean, we're going through growing pains with the internet as a species right now. Yeah. People don't know how to discuss things with one another. And we see that with bourbon. I mean, if you can't talk about to somebody else about bourbon in a yeah. calm, rational manner, how mm-hmm. are you going to talk about like the real issues of the world? I really feel I missed that. So I used to, when I was a kid, I used to do IRC, Internet Relay Chat, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what Reddit is now as far as just kind of like very kind of hardcore, yeah. simple chat rooms that were yeah. intended to like, you're interested in whiskey, you're interested in gaming. Primarily it was for me, it was for gaming. Yeah. It was just like you were, you're interested in topping just half people around the internet that you just kind of go in and you had a chat. And so I, so I feel like I, I need to get into Reddit just to kind of like, that's, I, I have a, you know, an yeah. enjoyment for that. I just, uh, I think, I think my, my best explanation was like, I was reading, um, uh, just Googling kind of trying to get into Reddit a few years ago and, and somebody did a whiskey review. Uh, and I'm like, this is wrong. Like there's just there. I can't remember. They just got like a basic yeah. fact wrong. And I was very annoyed. I'm like, why, yeah. why, why did you write like three paragraphs and this one sentence here is completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I went to my buddy that uses Reddit and they're like, well, yeah, it was wrong, but it was corrected later on. Wasn't it? I'm like, yeah, she was. Somebody corrected that. It's like, yeah. well, see, there you go. All the answers are on that page. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of have to right. read through. And it's kind of a, which I mean, that's how the world works. You yeah. type things. I get things wrong all the time. Oh, same here. Uh, so, so wrong. You know, you type things, and somebody's very nice to correct you and say, "Hey, by the way, when you talked about Madeira cast, you got this part wrong." And I'm like, yeah. "Thank you. You're right. I got this wrong. All right. Yeah. I oversimplified it, or, or whatever." Yeah. Uh, and that's what Reddit is—that live document where somebody can say something like, "Well, actually, this is wrong. This is the right answer." And that gets yeah. voted up. So somebody writes something that's correct, it gets voted up, and they're like, "Oh, so all the correct answers are visible," <laughs> or, or or the sarcasm. I love or the even- sarcasm. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sarcasm by itself on the internet is just <laughs> right. You, it 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 takes a very deft hand to do it, and not just write it out and be like, everybody will get that sarcasm. Right. Yeah, there's no it. tone of voice. Right. What do you mean tone is fifty one percent of communication? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I, I've worked in corporate worlds where, like, you get an email back and they're like, what is this? And you're just like, wait, huh? Oh, I use sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. okay. Time to write an apology. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. No, but I, I think, um, so for our listeners, uh, do join Reddit. So you go to the whiskey community, the bar, uh, the bourbon uh, community, and uh, Tomadera. T O capital T O capital M capital M. I did a lowercase M when I was thinking in my head. Oh, Madeira. Oh, 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 see, that's what I was pronouncing wrong all along. Yeah, that's oh, it. That's why it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. You know. Dumb. You know. Yeah. Um, well, Tom, thank you so much for coming out. You are on Twitter, and uh, you can just search out Tom Madeira, and yeah. you'll you'll can go to the, the blog if you don't like to go to Reddit. Um, otherwise, you can find you on Reddit by doing Reddit slash something something Tom Madeira. So. If you go onto reddit.com and you add, uh, is that backslash or forward slash? Uh, whatever slash you use on the internet. And you use the <laughs> slash right, yeah. R. Yeah, yeah, that way. Yeah, no, no, let's show it to the members at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and just slash R and then scotch or world whiskey okay. or bourbon. You'll see mine coming up every so often. You'll see other great reviewers popping up every so often and whatnot. Awesome. It's a good resource to have, and any time in the sidebar, you can find all the reviews archived. As What's long it? as people have archived. Um, yeah, who's I'm your, totally uh, not calling you out. <laughs> who's your arch enemy on uh, Reddit that you want to call uh, out right now? Just like right? <laughs> oh, the guy that's. Uh, oh, see, it's funny because when you do reviews, you end up finding out how a reviewer is is good for you. Mm-hmm. So if a reviewer is is against everything that you do. Mm-hmm. It, they're actually useful because the second they give something a high score, you not you know not to buy it. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So mine, Strategy, yes. mine right now, the one that I like, I really enjoy, and I've I've gone through a few over the years because you know it goes in and out yeah. of people's lives. And, uh, is Criollo and Barley, and he's out on the West Coast, and he gets to go to all these tastings in BC and whatnot, mm-hmm. and try all these different things, and somehow he has a way to get to Alberta. Which I can only assume is a plane. <laughs> I think he's out in BC. He's he's out somewhere, and he might not even be a he. Nonetheless, this this person, and there are times where he will just walk in and be like, "You are completely wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I I dislike everything about. But then there's right. times where we agree, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Is there a black hole opening somewhere?" That's amazing. And and things and and. My friends have actually poured me things that they know he likes. Yeah. And been like, yeah, no, 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 post that up there. No, yeah, this is yeah. totally not his favorite. That's <laughs> so funny. So funny. No, no, no. That's awesome. Well, if you do want to go on Reddit, um, Tomadera will introduce you to the group as, uh, as a buddy and a listener of the Whiskey Topic. Um, so we know where we can find Tomadera. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you? Still find me at Bourbon Thing. Still. Still, still. yeah. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Awesome, at awesome. At Bourbon Thing. And I'm at Mark Bylock. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Tomadera. <laughs> <laughs> Done.